Belgium's newest hope for post-metal or post-black metal, or they have their very own name for it. We'll talk about that in a moment. So I'm very happy to talk with Tur and Tur and Ton uh, from Mother. Hi guys, good to hey. have you here on our interview. And um, so first of all, I guess that not everybody is familiar with your band. Uh, although you already started like four years ago, your first record came out last year. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it was self-released, right? Yes. Yeah. And even I have to say, uh, mea culpa, shame on me. Um, I only discovered it a few days ago uh, when Tur sent me um, a copy of it. And it's really, really good, guys. It's really good. Thank you. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very fresh take. I like it a lot. But as I said, not everybody will know you. So uh, what do you do in the band, please, in short? Uh, hi. My name is Tur. Uh, I do. Uh, I play the guitar and I do the vocals in uh, the band Mother. Um, I'm not sure if any more info is needed uh, about me. Uh, <laughs> maybe Ton can take cool. over. <laughs> Hi, my name is Ton. I play drums for Mother. Um, so yeah, that's it actually. <laughs> and and basically, we started a, a band a couple of years ago. That's what happened. With a, a third person, our bassist Lynn, who couldn't make it here. No problem. Uh, so who does who does the vocals once again? Do yeah, me. That's you. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, of course, I have to ask that with the name of your band. So, how mm. much do you like Danzig? <laughs> I don't. I don't mind it. Uh, it's not really a band I, I grew up with. So it's not like I know the repertoire. Uh, I do know the, the song, of course, and it's a, it's a good song. I think I think the first time I um, I heard it, it's probably I'm not sure if, if I'm correct, but like the the, the GTA San Andreas uh, area where it was in the the playlists. I, th I think yeah. that was the the period I uh, I, I started to, to know them. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um... Of course, just a fun question because I'm I'm I know that you didn't take the name of your band no. from the song. No. So, but uh, why did you choose the name? I think um, there was a time, like yeah, four years ago, when when we were like starting to write music, um, we were looking for, of course, a, a band name, and uh, like like every search for a band name it's difficult and and you always get like i like it i don't like it um and i was i was watching um at that time i, I was watching um uh, the bates motel a series on on that was on netflix at the time um and it's about um oh what, what is the movie called again psycho. psycho that was yeah psycho of course uh, it's like the, the sort of prequel series uh, uh, from Psycho, um, and I really liked how the the the, the young Norman Bates um, interacts with his mother. And it's very like friendly, like yeah, mother son relationship. But at the same time, it's it's very distant. He, he doesn't like he doesn't call his mom like mom or or whatever. It's like really distant mother. And I and I like the way. The relationship worked, and how uh, 
through the seasons uh, it became more and more obscure and and weird like does he like her does he doesn't he like her is she good for him uh vice versa um and that like stuck with me and i proposed it to the band we we discussed it multiple times um and basically it, it stuck with us <laughs> um so uh, of course the first association that i have is uh the original movie where he runs back up to uh, the house and then just screams mother yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, okay so <laughs> w w what is the relationship to your mother um maybe not everybody sees it but the two are brothers so what is your relationship to mom oh very good <laughs> yeah very good she's like the the she's most the best yeah she's the nicest person uh, alive no 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 she's a great mom does, Very does she mom. like your music? She does. Yeah, supporter number one, of course, like every mother that's is. <laughs> well, she's, she's my mom that... wouldn't be, but that, that's no. a different story. But okay. <laughs> um, I also like the ambiguity of it. Um, you've already mentioned it when you spoke about Bates Motel. Um, so basically, there is this kind of ambiguity in, in the term, because, of course, a mother is like the giver of life, probably the closest bond a person will ever have. But what happens if the mother then pushes away the child? Mm -hmm. That turns it into a totally different thing. Was yeah. that also something that is important to you and for your band? Yeah, I, I think we we didn't want to. It was too obvious to be to give the mother the 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 position or in the relationship like. Oh, you go to her for comfort. Um, and we wanted to write more in the sense that uh, the mother could also be the bad guy or maybe have a, the bad girl in, in this instance um, or, or have a, a, a double agenda, her, her own schedule, things she wanted to accomplish. Um, and, and that's how it started. Um, I, I myself was was in was in uh, a more um, when I was writing the lyrics was was also more in a, in a in a state of mind, um, I, I just came out of a, a rather difficult uh, period, um, and I was looking for a way to write that down, but not like uh, this happened to me or whatever, or this this is a situation, but more like um, makes make it more, yeah, more strange. Not sure what what's happening. Um, uh, I, I wanted to have in, in that story a person that the, the protagonist could rely on, but at the same time, the person that you trust is at the, is at the very brink of maybe uh, betraying you for, for their own uh, interests. Um, and that basically started the, the, the lyrics um, for Mother One. You've already indirectly mentioned it. It's your, your first album is named Mother One. Mm -hmm. um it is set to be the first in a trilogy right yeah yeah um in the way that um first of all when when we started writing um you always come to the point like okay we have a band name now and then it's like ah oh, damn uh we need an, an album title um maybe we need uh, um song titles and uh, I think um, we we always, especially me. I think Don also were always um, into into like not not just the the typical 
three minutes, four minutes song with a, a, a bunch of cool riffs, uh, an intro, an outro, you know, a breakdown. But more in like the let's let's try to tell a story, um, a big story. Um, at this at, at that time, I was also listening like to to bands who made long songs. Um, one one of the the, the most interesting I, I found, but it's it's out of the the genre we play, but also in the metal genre was an even structure. They are French bands, but they're like more in the, the progressive metal genre. And they were like the first band I heard that made it like also a concept album, basically a one song album uh, that I found so intriguing that it was something like if I could, could ever have a band and be able to write like one big story, that would be completely cool. Um, and in that sense, the story was more important to us than like having cool song titles or an album title. Mm -hmm. And in that way, we were just like, maybe just give it uh, something vague, like one. Let's call it one because it's a start. Um, and the way the album was written, basically the, the, the final chords, um, even though they fade out, they allude to uh, something next and mother two as it mm -hmm. might be called um, <laughs> um, has a, a rough draft um, we have rehearsed some of it like just to feel how, how it sounds and if you would put those together in a live performance or just like cd next to cd and you would play through them we hope you are not able to hear there's an, an new song starting it's just like one continuous story uh, okay when you already indirectly answered my my next question so it is some mm -hmm. kind of a linear story that you're trying to tell um okay. yeah definitely In the sense musically, that it doesn't jump forwards and backwards yeah yeah definitely M musically it's like just one continuous story and lyrically um if if you if you read the 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 lyrics um it, it has a, a start and ending points um but it does give the option to continue the story or to maybe retell a story within the same universe um and yeah on the on the the, the next music that will be written um yeah. So you are already in the process of writing the second album or drawing um, out the second album. Yeah. More more drawing out than already uh, having something. Yeah. Co Corona helped a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, guess. <laughs> I also can I also cannot envision you guys um, sending sound files back and forth. I guess that's not the way you work, right? Um, it kind of depends. the 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 cool thing is that nowadays everyone has a has a laptop computer and some sort of sound card to record stuff. Yeah. And MIDI drums can go uh, a long way, actually, just to get a some sort of vibe going on and trying out mm -hmm. some stuff. Um, so in a way, dude writes writes music and places some drums, like just what he has in his head sends me a, a logic profile and <coughs> I open it up and then I go through it and I think oh, those drums that this possible to play <laughs> as a human being those are not and then I start adjusting some stuff 
and then we come to a, to a point where we try to play it in a rehearsal room. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, and I, then, I... then that's the moment actually when when things start really shifting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, also, I, I always write, try to, when I find find a riff that I found very interesting to write around, um, it, it most of the time starts with like one minute and suddenly becomes 10 minutes. And that's the point that I'm like, okay, cool. Let's quickly take a bass, put something underneath, let's, let's fix some drums. So, that I, that I, so I just have a vibe to, to show to the rest mm. of the band. And then, like Tone says, that's the moment it starts to happen. Everybody checks, like, okay, what's possible, what's not possible? Can we change something to make it more uh, cohesive or maybe interesting? Um, and like, basically, with, with Mother One, I think we 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 played that for over a half a year in, in rehearsal rooms, uh, and then suddenly we we're like, okay, let's cut out 15 minutes uh, because it could be better. Um, and then we start writing again, and and yeah. So, so basically, somebody starts, and then we just throw everything together and work around it till till we get something we want. Yeah. Okay. Even to the point where we where we we film ourselves playing. Yeah. The rehearsals, <laughs> so we have the footage we can look at afterwards, and say, yeah. oh, that part is not good. That one is. So we're gonna yeah. try to translate that into into logic with some MIDI drums. Yeah. And stuff keeps evolving. We basically. Um, Ton is making it look look very cool, but basically we also did it because um, when when we rehearsed, um, there were no drum parts, um, so we, we did mini stuff. And, and Ton uh, likes to like improvise during rehearsals to see what what sticks. Um, but he, we we played it, and then ten minutes later, I was like, yeah, there was a cool riff. What did you do? Cool fill. And I was like, oh, I don't remember what I played. <laughs> I was like, oh crap. <laughs> so that's basically also where we started recording. So I could say like, yeah. That part. That's the let's, part. Let's keep it, yeah. <laughs> so we have a big, um, uh, big backlog of uh, of uh, studio no rehearsal uh, recordings. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, you indirectly already opened up another question for me. You've spoken about uneven structure being an influence on your storytelling and probably also a little bit on your songwriting. Mm -hmm. uh, would it would it be wrong of me to assume that at least one of you has a little knack for tool because uh, I had a feeling when listening to a few of your songs that it was like, okay, that that sounds a little bit like taken out of Lateralus. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, on, on my part, to be honest, I really like tool. I, uh, I, uh, so at least I, I like wasn't wrong with one third of a band. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like the drum, the drums very much uh, yeah, being Danny played by Danny. Um, but actually, that's that's the the sort of band tool. I listen a couple of times, and then for a long period of time, I don't listen yeah. to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it could be that some parts might have sticked at, you, at some point. Saying? Well, just like Tool, uh, of course, Tool is 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 a band you you should have listened to once uh, in your lifetime. And you probably there's no way around it uh, with songs like Schism. Um, but huh, what, what I what I try to do when writing, I, I try to like not listen to music at all, um, to like forget what's out there, because what happened a lot in, in the early days 
for this band with with other projects just writing you always get in a vibe like oh yeah yeah mastodon is really cool band and then suddenly you take a guitar and then oh hey that's cool and then oh no that's too mastodon like um so that happened a lot and and i started to not listen to other bands that might be some influence um to just make sure that i that i didn't start writing like them but of course yeah some tool might be of course in there uh, that that could be a, poss- a possibility of course what i found very interesting was the beginning of a record because um it somehow leads you astray at least it led me astray uh, i was thinking okay this is uh, a, a very good post metal instrumental band and then all of a sudden with a second song it completely changes i guess that was intentional right was it yeah i think so yeah i think so, <laughs> I think so no, too no I, I i do i do remember just in the the writing process we we i th- i think to be i think to be truly honest i think the the second song um at some point was the beginning of everything like of of the the album and then yeah. we were like yeah that's that's a weird point to start at um and then basically we, we rode around it and then the first 15 minutes yeah. came uh, uh or no 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 you mean the second song that starts like um no no it's I'm not actually, the third. i actually I, I, mean i, I the actually mean song. the first song on the album yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but you, you mean like yeah. it it sounds different um when 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 going to the second song of the album yeah it, the yeah, transition yeah, okay. from track one to track two was yeah. yeah it was like very very different you know track yeah, two yeah, yeah. Is, it's uh if it's I'm not even mistaken. in a different genre yeah it's, yeah it's you know the, the first when... one is a little bit like russian circles and then it opens up to something totally bigger yeah yeah forget everything i said about uh about that <laughs> we were already at the third part so uh um, yeah <laughs> but that's that's actually the thing that the music was not written in parts so so um, so let's let's cut that out so we'll cut that out so guys uh, we'll we'll put something in between here okay. uh shout out to sebastian you'll make it work <laughs> perfect <laughs> thanks sebastian um, love you yeah sebastian <laughs> is the best so let's let's do this again so when when listening to the first track of the album which serves like an intro mm-hmm. um y- you are leading the listener astray a little bit right because it sounds like a classic classic uh instrumental post-metal band like russian mm-hmm. circles or you name it but then track two comes up and it opens up a completely different world was that your intention mm-hmm. uh, i think after after the intro part one i think we were looking for something to like okay we we we've led up to like a, a peak I think literally when you play it on the guitar, you're like going to the high notes, uh, layers are coming in. And then we're looking like for, okay, how do we like make this explode without like going already all the way, but making it like something different. Um, and that that's how, yeah, that's how basically the, the, the second part uh, came in, looking, looking for a way to transition between the, the first, first part and basically the, the the seventh parts basically it's all a big transition and we do not really i think shy away from like 
trying something else maybe and mm. going going from one part to the next uh, using uh, different techniques not like difficult techniques but just like not being afraid to um to keep the listener maybe on their toes it's it's maybe difficult for us to explain because we're so used to it how it is um so so hearing it you say like that yeah makes me question of course everything <laughs> the way we written it <laughs> uh, you have to get rid of a drummer <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> um i also like the guts that you have by inventing your own genre post black gaze i mean like a year ago black gaze was or two years ago black gaze was v in sound everybody was listening to death af heaven and everything mm -hmm. um and now you come up with post black gaze Hmm. I mean, it's self-invented, right? I'm not sure. I, I, I have we seen it somewhere around on the internet. No, I, I have no idea. I think. Um, I think there was a point that that you 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 start playing shows and people start asking, "What's the genre?" Yeah, and then it becomes something quite difficult because yeah. it's not only black metal or only black gaze but it, it's also not only post-rock or post-metal and it's something in between so at yeah. a certain moment we we said yeah it's a it's a, a combination of post-rock and shoegaze and stuff and then someone somewhere i think for a an, uh, a flyer or something like that just like black gaze post black gaze and then yeah. it was yeah. born suddenly uh, I think that's also the reason why I put up the Witch Trail album in the back, because oh uh, yeah, they're also post metal, post post whatever thing. So yeah, yeah. Um, cool. <laughs> but but I like the idea of not shying away from stuff. That is something that I like a lot about your record. Um, so um, you speak about an ebb and flow very often, mm. uh, and and your whole record yeah. has this ebb and flow. I know that you're from Ostende mm -hmm. um, in Belgium. For everybody who doesn't know it, Ostende is on the coast, mm -hmm. uh, on, on the North Sea coast. Do you think that that had some kind of influence on you, this living with the tides? It sounds very symbolic. It sounds cool. But I just think it's... it's, it's I, the, the first time I, I, I heard like um, the up and flow thing, I th it was somebody who said it on a show to to like uh, like try to um, explain how how our music sounds or feels, um, and it like stuck with with us um, the way it is because it does feel like that for us too to be able to go very quiet, very um, fragile, and and not in seconds, but being able to go. To go all the all the other way to like break loose um so yeah it, it does kind of describe what we are trying to convey because an album doesn't need to be 45 minutes of just pure uh hatred and 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 blast beats and whatever and it doesn't have to be completely happiness and 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 uh, open chords um so I, I think it's fun for us to play it that way, um, to have the difference. Would you say that if you only stuck to one side of the emotional spectrum, 
either totally happy, shiny happy people, mm -hmm. <laughs> or also like vessel of iniquity, like everything is black, there is no light at no end of a 12 kilometer tunnel. Mm -hmm. um, would you say that that takes away some kind of credibility because life is not completely black and it's not completely white? So, yeah. so would you say that if you have to have those contrasts? In, in my opinion, when you compare the music to the, the, the person a mother could be, mm. it's also gray. Um, mm. And I think, metaphorically speaking, then, that's what, what keeps it interesting as well. Um, because it, it keeps you, it keeps the listener on their toes, but it also keeps us on our toes. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. Even whereas there, there's parts where, where even I still playing the shows, playing the same song after all that time, I still have parts where my, my hairs on my arm go up because I feel it. Mm. Um, and I think if I have that moment, more people will have it as well. Um, and therefore, I think it, it's a good thing. It, it can it can be gray, um, but it also can be white and black or something mm -hmm. pink, whatever. Yeah, I, I think um, what Don says is correct. I think um, the, the existence of just everything is darkness and the existence of everything is light is 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 completely uh, okay even more it's it's perfect that it exists because even i have moments where i'm like all right let's put on an album and i just want to hear 45 minutes of of pure evil um but i think for us the the way we um grew up with music the way we feel music and write music it just feels like there needs to be some gray there needs to be a moment to like um chill out is maybe the, the wrong way to yeah. say it but relax in, in the song knowing that okay the ebb and flow feel and we feel like okay within a couple of seconds within half a minute maybe we're going to explode we're go it's going to be dark uh it's going to be moody um and it, i think it, it defines us a little bit in, in the way we we, we play or or, uh, or write and i mean yeah. of course you know without without white black cannot exist you know if everything is black yeah. then it's always on the same level and that is something yeah. that i also like about your record it never gets boring it, it i mean of course it's a genre that Thank we you. have all heard before true but it's never predictable I mean, your stuff is also not predictable so that is something that really you got that really you got that going for yourself really well Thank you. Um, Thanks. You're from Belgium. So how important was the Belgian scene for you when starting to write your own stuff, when playing your own first shows, when coming onto a label like Consulting Sounds now? How important is the scene for you? Hmm. Uh... I think the scene is, uh, is, is very important. Um, and it's also quite difficult in a way because we have some very great and awesome bands. Um, so a comparison is, is easily made. Um, for instance, the comparison with Amandera is very easily made because they're 
they're like the best in what they do and then you have the part where they're awesome and great and then you have the part where you try not to be like them because it, it's already there we don't have yeah. to do that mm-hmm. um, and then it becomes a part then at a certain moment it becomes something like oh it's cool they compare us to another band could be belgium could be outside of belgium and then you come at a certain point where you think okay now i don't want to be compared anymore because that's not what we do um but then it's i think it's really cool that 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 the guys that consoling uh picked us up and and are helping us out and and they do crazy cool stuff um mm-hmm yeah the, i guess you also fit the label very well because as i said your your music is not like very one-sided it's very open it plays with a lot of other parts shoegaze black metal post metal whatever you want to call it yeah mm-hmm. yeah the the cooperation um with, with consoling is, is a very welcoming one um we're very glad to be on 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 a label that i think can be called one of the the pioneers in 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 Belgium and maybe even neighboring countries for this genre, for this this kind of um, um, for this kind of bands, for this kind of of, of um, um, I want to say the word happenings because uh, or or like because they like they're, it's not just about the music or or whatever it's more it's 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 broader than that it's more than that um they try to to look for the complete package and experience and and it's cool that they that on on a on a label like consoling you can find one of the 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 darkest bands and at the same time like in in metal and at the same time you can find something completely different but you feel the same the, the feeling is the same when listening to to the to those yeah, bands yeah. um so it's very cool to be to be able to be on that label i think that the 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 correct thing to say about consoling would be they have bands on their label who need to be experienced mm-hmm. and not yeah. in a way like they have to be the best players in the world not in that way to have the to be experienced but like to experience them as an as a listener um and if it's electronic music or or opera or something else yeah they're they're the place to go yeah they're they're not about what is the the easiest to promote they're like what sounds cool and and indeed gives the 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 best um, listening experience um they're also not predictable right Um, yeah it's not like victory records or truskill records or relapse who um, relapse turned a little bit but with mm. Truskill and victory you knew what you got discord you know there are lots of famous and very well-run labels but mm-hmm. you know what you're gonna get and mm-hmm. um, that is something that consoling is definitely not are there any sure. bands on consoling's roster you have already mentioned Amin Ra Don um, are there any other bands on that roster where you say okay the way they did it that is some kind of role model for us or that is something that we would also like to do mm-hmm. um don't do uh, go ahead uh, um well uh, i think um uh, uh, bands like um like alkerdeel 
um, and and Potamus, who also re released their their first album uh, last year, um, are bands we look up to. Um, also, bands like Eleonora, um, just bands that like try to be true to their self, try to be honest in, in their music, um, and um, bands that 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 show it in different ways, like in their artwork, the way they recorded it, um, the 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 way they play their music, um, like like Alcardale is like the the most nastiest music you you can hear. It it's it sounds not in a negative way, like like they just put one mic in their in their basement and they just like <laughs> completely recorded a song, but it's it's so powerful, it's so nasty, um, and it completely it completely defines how they are and sound uh, to me um so yeah definitely a, a lot of bands and, and consoling uh, to look up to and to be like okay that, that's cool what they do let's try to find our thing uh just like they yeah. did um so yeah definitely yeah uh, with alcardil i always wonder because i've now heard so many people talk about that band Mm -hmm. They're very close to my heart. They're the only band who I got on there twice. With ah, with yeah, their, yeah. I just noticed. Yeah. Gnawver Tongues collab. Uh, yeah. I just love the guys. They put out amazing music. But whoever I talk to experiences them differently. And that is also something that I find interesting about consoling sounds. And what I also find interesting about you, I guess that you could ask 10 people and you would get at least eight different versions of what you sound like. And I mm -hmm. think that also has to do with the production of a record. Your record does not sound out of time, but it also doesn't sound as if it was done for 2020 or 2021. Now, mm -hmm. what I found interesting was that you chose Jeff Clays uh, to, to do the recording. And I mm -hmm. think generally the production, right? Yeah. Why did you choose him? Because I looked it up and he's not really a metal producer, right? No. He's a, um, um, he's a, he's a hometown friend, actually. Um, and and so he's, he's, a, a, he's a sound engineer, of course. Um, and I'm also a sound and light engineer, so we work together a couple of times. Um, so I started talking to him about the band and the way we would like to do things and stuff. And he's a guy who does everything the analog way, or at least mm -hmm. at, as much as he can. Um, and I think that that was really the thing that he tried to make it sound the way it is and not to make it something pleasing uh, the, the, the genre or, or so. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, well, what, what's cool about Jeff, that that is, he, he's not like, okay, um you know uh, bands like uh SLA dying and kill switch engage who are very pleasing to the ear they like they sound so good uh, production wise clean. very clean but maybe too clean <coughs> um and and something we didn't want to have is like be the next band that people may be like okay this is cool but could maybe, be kill switch yeah could be too generic um and and he's he's the kind of guy who's like okay let's go in the studio let's record 
Um, but when you've played your take or played whatever that needed to be done, it's not like, okay, let's, let's clean everything perfectly up. Let's, let's sample everything. Let's overdub everything uh, 20 times or whatever. This is like, yeah, this is how you play it. This is your honesty when playing it. Um, and if you, for example, make a small mistake um, in a fill or, or there's maybe a, a little string noise in, in the guitar, um, that's honesty in, 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 the, in the way you play it. Um, it's not about, oh, no, there's a little noise. No, it's about, okay, you play guitar, there's a performance in it. It's just basically like, like, like in the old days, the, the 60s, the 70s, whatever, where they just like try to capture a performance and not to try to capture the most clean uh, yeah. way um, possible to make it the most pleasing to the ear of the, the listener. Not, not go to the, like, it's like you have the, uh, what is it called? The, the, the war um, to maximize everything, to make everything as yeah. loud as possible. Um, let's not try to do that. Let's, let's not be afraid to have something very quiet in there. Let's not, let's not be afraid to like, let it explode because it will, it will explode more because you have the dynamics and the, yeah. the way it's played. Um, and that really stuck with us. Um, and that's the reason we, we, we work together with Jeff. Um, and maybe there's some other things in the, yeah, coming that we did with Jeff. So mm -hmm. a little, little teaser. <laughs> mm, that's always yeah, good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Was it also maybe in some ways because you said that he's like a local guy for you? He comes from the same area. And uh, I think I read somewhere that the songs were recorded over a longer period of time. So it probably also needed to be someone from around town so that you didn't have to do it in one go, right? Yeah, it, it's it's in... in... It was recorded in longer periods in periods of time um, in two facets. Uh, the first one is mm -hmm. we we did a lot of the, the initial recording ourselves, uh, and um, it took a long time to be to be like okay, this this is okay, this is cool, this is what we want. Um, so I think it almost took us like a, a year because Jeff wasn't there initially from the start. Um, so it took us, I think, a year to, to be just like, okay, this is something we can work with. Um, and on the other hand, there's also um, the the thing that we uh, we wanted to we, we wanted not to um, record like, okay, this is four bars of music, this is one riff, okay, uh, loop it, let's play it 20 times, stop, next riff, and we'll like crossfade it or whatever. No, it was mm -hmm. like, okay, let's try to play. 20 minutes 30 minutes whatever big yeah big parts to have it as as organically as possible um and not have the the thing we, we discussed uh, earlier uh, to have it as as clean as possible uh, but keep it true to to the performance so how old are some of the songs on your record hmm i yeah, I think you can find notes that are literally literally four years old. Uh, yeah, I think that the oldest part that's in it might be part three. Part three and part four, I think, are the oldest that are really the early days. And we, we cut some away from, from six and seven to rewrite it. And the same with one and two uh, came, came later in, uh, in the picture. So yeah, three and four, I think. So interesting. 
Um, you've already said you're already drawing out album number two. Mm -hmm. I guess that you have a rough idea where you want to go with those three albums. But what happens to to Mother after record number three? I have no idea. <laughs> Don't do you have one? Or no. is that the moment when you have to kill your brother because his last record is too complicated? <laughs> no, we have no idea. We um, okay. it's like we 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 have this idea what we want to do, mm -hmm. and we have a rough sketch of where it needs to go mm -hmm. until three, and then we have until to until including three or. Until including three, there, okay. on, on different parts, there is like musically and, and visually some <clears throat> things are already in place uh, for the, the complete trilogy. Uh, it's basically after that. There, we have no idea. There's no plan. We and will. The band uh, will rename itself into Father. It might. Could be. It might. <laughs> Could be. We we go play some uh, some jazzy country uh, music. Ooh. I don't know uh, what we'll do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, we're almost at the end. I just have a few questions for you. Um, yeah. Your album of twenty twenty one so far. Yeah. End Don't... of July. What end is of your July. album of twenty twenty two? Oh man, end of July. I think right now, what, what is your record of the year? I think it's the new uh, Cult of Luna record. The EP? Ah. Okay. Yeah. Ah. Raging River? Uh, I really ah. like it. I, 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 was like, I was recently looking for that, what I, what I would think was like the, the best for me. And to be honest, I really like the, the Amen Ra record. Of course, it's, 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 the Doran yeah. is, is a great one. Um, but I thought that would be too easy to say like, yeah, that's, that's the big one for me. Um, so I'm going to be truly honest and it's not out yet, but I pre-saved it and I'm actually really uh, eager for the, the new Billie Eilish album. I don't know why, but I, I like the way their music is written um, and, and I, I like to, to, to listen to music that's not metal related and that okay. has like a nice twist to it. And I, I'm not sure, like, have you... Uh, if if you heard the the, the previous Billie Eilish uh, album, a few yeah. songs, but you yeah. know, like too much yeah. to listen to and review. Of course, to. of course, but, but it's uh, so it's dark, dark, it's moody, yeah. um, and and that's the way. I, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's not shiny, happy people pop. Yeah, that's no, true. It's gray. It's gray. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's yeah. gray. It, it has With a, a lot of a, a bit of everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think she, uh, I think in the pop realm, she's one of those artists uh, that have a very strong appeal to metal because of the themes that she presents yeah. and the way she presents yeah. them. Mm -hmm. um, although, of course, her music is definitely cleaner than yours. That's true. Um, Absolutely. Five quick fire questions to end this. Cool. And both of you have to answer. <clears throat> and okay. I just had an interview two days ago with a couple. Yeah. And they were agreeing on everything. I hope I really like the two. They're nice. Their music is great. <laughs> but I really hope that now we get some discussions. So, <laughs> neurosis or ISIS? 
Isis. Neurosis. Oh, the brothers. Who said neurosis? I said neurosis. So Dawn is yeah. more on the Isis side. Okay. Yeah. Vinyl or streaming? Both. Yeah, both. But to clarify, I like vinyl for like the, the, the physical value. Uh, it feels nice. It has some... Uh, it's vinyl. It's, it's, it's cool to have it. But I do like streaming just for the functionality of it. It's so easy. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah, uh, same. Especially to discover new music and bands and be like, okay, let's go ride a bicycle or whatever. So what is your streaming go-to service? Apple Music. Spotify. Yeah. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> I would have number two. Of you say like Bandcamp. <laughs> I know. Uh, which, which I really like. I like Bandcamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you have to use it a lot to get most of it. Um, yeah, most that's out true. of it. Exorcist, The Exorcist or The Shining? Shining. Same. Shining. Definitely. Can, can you explain why? Um... I just like the movie. I, re I really like the movie. <laughs> I just like it. Interesting, because Stephen <laughs> King didn't like it. <laughs> he even made his own version of it. Um, and with that, we're already at the next question. Stephen King or Lovecraft? King. King. Yeah. King. I, I like and it. And now a question. What? I like it, the, the movie. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I really like it. Which which but one do you prefer, the old version or the newer one? Uh, I'm 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 too young to be honest. To to you know, there, there's a point. Some people like say, "Oh, this this kind of movies are too old for me." I have that. I think with movies that like are older than the the, I think ninety five, ninety three, nineties. So everything that looks like <laughs> older than that, it's thank it's, you. It, it, it comes it becomes difficult you know what i, you know what I mean it's, it becomes difficult being because no, you know i don't know what you mean because no, I... I, don't. <laughs> I do like the 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 new it's i, I, I really like the new it's it, it it was i think it was very uh, um filmed cool it, it was very gritty um and i i've I, i've got to be honest i have not seen the old it in its complete package i have seen fragments and, and stuff um but i have not seen it completely tone would you agree uh the original or the newer version <laughs> i think you have not seen one of them Ooh, i'm not sure if you have seen it i haven't <laughs> i knew it <laughs> but that's if, not, if not something to be ashamed of no, but i think true. if i had to watch one of them i think i would watch the old one Nah. <laughs> I have to say that I like the old one a lot. I definitely do. Um, but I can also say that the new one has been done really well. It, uh, it mm -hmm. sticks very well to the way it was done in the 80s. Uh, but then again, I mean, like, it was the first one I saw. So I, I would still have to stick to the original yeah um by the way a very good stephen king adaptation was um this uh 11 63 thing about the assassination of uh, kennedy that was a very good series oh. if you ever get to see that somewhere cool 
Yeah, I'll check Very it well out. Very well done. Um, cool. It's really, really good. And now, last question, and I guess that Belgians will answer that on the same level. Beer oh, or wine? Wine. Yeah, wine. Ooh! Wine, I would have yeah. thought, like, the Belgians, like, 10 yeah. million breweries with 5 million people. <laughs> so true. then you drink wine. <laughs> no, you know, I, I always, uh, it's, it's, I, I think it's not a popular opinion, but um, I, I find beer to be something for me um, to just be like, okay, when I'm, when I'm, on, um, I'm going out or whatever, and uh, the music is loud, there's not much uh, lights anymore, the, 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 moon, the moon is shining, okay, let's go for beer, you know? The cheapest option, uh, just going uh, going out with friends. So definitely go beer. But if I have to choose for the rest of my life, one of the two, wine. It's it's it tastes so much better. Uh, in my red opinion. or white? White. Oh, white. Screw screw red. Ah, so dirty. <laughs> <laughs> so dirty so wine. Dirty. Yeah, I don't like it. I really don't like it. <laughs> okay, so thanks a lot for this interview, guys. Uh, we're very no happy problem. to have you here or to have had you here. Um, once again, I can only suggest that to everyone, if you haven't listened to Mother by Mother, uh, please go out, do it. It's not it's album number one. Uh, it was a great surprise for me. I really loved it from beginning to end. So and I'm already looking forward to number two. So thanks a lot for being with us, guys. Thank you. Thank for you for having us. us.